the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoshio Podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. A couple minutes after 4. Thank you for tuning in. Forecast calm for a cloudy rest of the afternoon heading into the evening. Eventually clearing out. Very windy still. 58 the high today. 47 the low tonight. A lot of sun tomorrow, breezy, high of 60. Flyers lost 6-3 to Edmonton last night. Jake Voracek, a couple of goals, assisted on the other in the loss. Their home Saturday night at 7 o'clock against Dallas. Sixers home tomorrow night at 7, taking on Washington in preseason hoops. Major League Baseball playoffs continue. The uh, Yankees in Houston were rained out, or actually they just canceled the game way early thinking about the storm and Game four instead is tonight, 8.08, with Houston up two games to one. They'll go on to take on the whoever wins that series, the Washington Nationals in the World Series. And in Thursday night football, Big Red, as he's known, Andy Reid, former Eagles uh, head coach, longtime coach now for the Kansas City Chiefs. He'll be coaching the Chiefs as they take on Denver at 8.20. Uh, Joe, the hardest-working producer in Philadelphia radio between 4.02 and 45850 is sitting by. And I don't know about you, Joe, but today was a productive day, except we kind of didn't time things out right because I don't see coffee anywhere near you or me. I know. I'm drinking iced tea. I have water, which is probably better for me, but yet on a cold, windy day. I know. Of all days. I know. I know. I feel like I fumbled a handoff a little bit. I feel like I let you down, Tim. Well, there's no feeling about it. There's. There's, you know, I'm just kind of being honest here. Maybe it's the hardest working producer in showbiz from 403 to yeah, 458. Yeah, slacking 50. a little bit. Man. Well, speaking of coffee and speaking of wind, because obviously a very breezy day. Oh. Couple things I want to tell you. First of all, you're saying I'm windy. <laughs> is what you're saying? <laughs> no, you're saying it for me. Thank you. No, I wanted to say that. We have a new feature on this broadcast we're starting today, mm-hmm. and it's a once-in-a-while quiz called Top 5 or 6, since we're 560. Oh. Not a top 10 list, right. top, top 5, five or, or 6. I like it. You know? Like it. A little flexibility hey, as you needed. You know, that's what my chiropractor says. Really, a little flexibility. It, it, it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> well, we're going to have a question having to do with wind in a second. I'm talking weather. Uh-huh. Man. Uh, but I want to tell you about our guests that we're going to have coming up. <laughs> Are they from Chicago? <laughs> See, now you're you're jumping into the question before it's time. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I, I don't know. Well, he's from Nashville, at least for more, more recently. His name is Matthew Smith. Oh, yes. And he is with Indelible Grace Music, a founding member. Mm-hmm. And they're actually in concert at Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church in Westchester. 
on the 26th. Nice. Yeah. So uh, the whole indelible grace thing has to do with taking, uh, writing brand new melodies to old hymns. And uh, it helps kind of also uh, guide people into, into worship and, Matthew and Indelible Grace have been around. It's a, it's like a collective of folks, and he was with it in the beginning and does some solo work as well, has a new album out. So we'll chat with him about that. Nice. We have tickets to give away for that. In fact, right now, you better find the book. I better find the book. Right now, I'll just <laughs> let you know, if you'd like to go to that concert, again, it's at Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church uh, on, in Westchester on Westtown Road uh, on the 26th of October. It's a Saturday night at 7. Send me a quick text, 610-500-DOVE. Anytime this hour, when you have a second to safely text, send me your uh, your name. And if you'd like two tickets, I will give you a pair. I have a few to hand out. So my, again, nice. the text number is 610-500-3683. Tickets are very reasonably priced, by the way. 10 bucks in advance and 12 at the door. And they have a family pack, 25 bucks for your whole family. So nice. obviously, if you have a large family, That's they don't want to be cost prohibitive. It's very good thinking. So uh, if you happen to win two and you want to buy another one or two, it's not going to set you back very much. Okay. All right. So one more time, the number is 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Uh, how about right now? I'll make three winners on the text line, and uh, and then we'll make some more as the program rolls along. That's for the concert with Matthew West and Indelible Grace at uh, Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church on the 26th of this month. Now, in addition to that... Uh, back on the weather thing, we uh, have a little survey here from USA Today about the windiest cities in America. You, you just rattle off Chicago because of the nickname Windy City. Yes, I did. Which, being the historian you are, you'll know that the nickname has nothing to do with wind in Chicago. Not that it couldn't be windy there. Right. Do you know why, Mr. Historian <laughs> oh, whoop de doo over there? It's it's not because of the wind. No, it's not. Wind. It's not because of the wind. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Do I need to drop a little knowledge here? I'm afraid you're going to have to drop. You're going to have to, oh, snap, drop some knowledge. <laughs> Did you just say, oh, snap? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Who told you the word snap? Where'd you? It's this person that called me the bomb just the other day. Really? They said, Joe, you're the bomb. Oh, snap. So wow. So I figure I'm going to use it in conversation, polite conversation. So that that must have been one of our really uh, cool cool winners. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh snap! No, that I was going to say that's a that's a younger generation piece of lingo right there. I don't think it is anymore. I Uh, think it left them about forty years. ago. And it's coming back again, like one of my ties. That's another topic for another time. The reason that Chicago uh, was supposedly called the Windy City, it actually was called the the term the Windy City was referring to Green Bay, Wisconsin first. Had nothing to do with Chicago at all. Then, as the story goes, there are a number of stories. One of them, though, says that a bunch of Chicago journalists were referring to the city of Chicago as having a lot of folks in it, including politicians, but also those who are well off, as being windbags. Oh. And all they cared about was money, primarily. And so they're kind of full of air. Wow. Really? So that's... That's, that's the derivation. That's the that's one of the main ones one that's the, considered, yeah. especially because from newspapers back then, there are a couple of headlines about being the Windy City. And it wasn't because there was a hurricane that had just come through. Right. I then like again, it. that was I like that. way before I was born, so I don't really know. 
So I think I know some other cities, though, that are. I'm, I'm, I won't say that. Okay, well, now the truth is this list, and so I have a, a long list, but I'm, I'm only looking for the top five or six. And what I'm going to do is make it the top five or six states because there are some states that are – they have lots of cities that are considered among the, among the windiest. Oh. So to win a prize – which will be a nice gift card to Wawa or Panera or Dunkin' so you can get yourself a hot coffee or a hot chocolate or something. Something perfect for today. Right. Is just text me uh, one state. You only get to pick one. What state do you think is in the top five or six windiest states? No, we're actually going to do top five today. Pick five. All right. All right. But a person can only send one. Only one. So if you think it's Pennsylvania, for example, let's say you think Harrisburg is super windy. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that might be on the list, but I don't want Harrisburg. You can put that in there, but put Pennsylvania. That's put what I'm looking in. at. Okay. I'll give you some grace. So even if you're wrong about the city, but you're right about the state, that, that's what I'm after. I think because a lot of these cities are on the obscure side. So I don't think people are going to get the actual city. They're not like Chicago. And that's a little hint for you. And no, you can't text me. <laughs> Stop trying to win stuff. You work here. All right, we have a short break we're going to take, but here, once again, the, in honor of the, the breezy uh, slash very windy conditions we have, send me a text at 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Pick one out of the 50 states you believe contain a very windy city, and uh, we're going to give you some more info about that, but all you have to do is name one of the top five windiest states. That, that, that contains a super windy city. All right. I think I explained that, kind of. 610-500-3683. Send me a quick text and uh, put your first and last name in there if you would, too. Matthew Smith with Indelible Grace going to join us in just a second. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. Indelible Grace Music and Oh Love That Will Not Let Me Go. And uh, it's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for tuning in today. And uh, you are welcome to help yourself to the podcast, by the way, of the program at WFIL.com. Anytime you get a chance, uh, they've got pl- plenty of them over the past uh, year year and change. Uh, want to congratulate, I think it's Ireta from Willow Grove, who texted in and said, I'd love to have a couple tickets for that concert because Indelible Grace is going to be with uh, Matthew Smith is going to be in Westchester on the 26th of this month. I guess it's a week from this Saturday. So congratulations, Ireta. We'll get you a couple of tickets for that. And uh, Cheryl just texted in as well. And uh, she's from Langhorne, hoping to get a couple of tickets. We have some more to hand out. So if you'd like to uh, have Matthew, uh, check out Matthew Smith with Indelible Grace Music, you're welcome to text me at 610-500-DOVE against text line 610-500-3683. And I'll uh, 
I'll give away a couple more pair of tickets uh, right now. So feel free to do that. Also, Karen texted in on our Windy Cities and States question. What are the top five windiest states, at least those that contain some of the windiest cities? I'm not asking you to do the exact uh, cities themselves. And Karen, you're right. Number five on the list, according to a USA Today report, is Kansas. She said Kansas. Joe, it has the the 10th windiest and the 18th windiest cities. Number 10 is Goodland, uh, Kansas. And uh, number 18 is Wichita. So those are two of the... Of the yeah. top twenty, top thirty something, and uh, that makes Kansas the fifth windiest. So, so we're playing five or six today, and today it's five. We're playing five. We're it's playing a new five. feature. It's the a new feature. Top five or six. What are of all the windiest cities? There are some states that have more of those cities. Mm-hmm. So there, there might be an individual state or city that's like really high on the list, but just that's the a one off in mm-hmm. a given state. We're looking mm-hmm. for kind of overall. So Kansas. Has two in the top, number ten, number eighteen, and overall I put them fifth on this list. So I associate Kansas with the Dust Bowl. So and that was wind, right? Uh, the the uh, soil was removed from and blown south. I'm going to guess. Yeah. So, so congratulations, Karen. Right. We'll right. we'll hook you up, no problem. All right. So we still have four that are that you have yet to be guessed. What four states contain some of the windiest cities you'll ever come across? Text me at 610-500-DOVE if you want to take a guess, 610-500-3683. But let's move along right here to our guest, uh, again, in concert in Westchester, the 26th of this month, Matthew Smith with Indelible Grace. Hello, Matthew. How you doing? Hello. Where do we have the right button over here? It's over here. Hello. Are we... The right button. I'm doing great. There you are. Great. Thanks for taking time to uh, check in. You're uh, coming in concert on the 26th of this month at 7 o'clock at uh, Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church in Westchester. And uh, we want to get into that concert and talk about the new album you have as well. So uh, let's get started with that if we could. Um, I guess people will know you in conjunction with Indelible Grace Music. Uh, you're mm-hmm. a founding member of that, right? So what's the connection right. there and, and how much are you like with that and how much are you separate from that, if you will? Yeah, yeah. So Indelible Grace started back when I was in college uh, as an outgrowth of a college ministry that I was a part of, and we uh, we were just really excited to take these old hymns that are 200, 300-year-old hymn lyrics and write brand-new melodies to them, and we just found a lot of um, meaning in our community in those and, and sang those every week. Uh, and then decided to record an album. So I've been a part of Indelible Grace, which is kind of a, a collective of different artists since the beginning. And then a few years after that, I started recording my own albums, which are also old hymns with new melodies. But just, uh, you know, I'm singing all the songs instead of <laughs> instead of just being one of many. Yeah. So I'm still part of that. And, and when I tour, uh, my concerts feature, you know, hymns from my own albums as well as from Indelible Grace. Okay, that's good. Summed it up well. Uh, share a bit about that idea, though. That's a really neat idea, and and more than neat, uh, meaningful. The the yeah. idea behind why write those uh, the new melodies to the the hymns of old, if you will, and and the point of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple reasons. One is uh, that's part of the hymn tradition. Uh, when when musical notation came along, and and all hymnals started getting musical notation, and then people thought that hymns should only have one melody, but if you go back before that, uh, people would sing different melodies to the to the same hymn text. And so we're kind of picking up that, that tradition. Hmm. But also just, these are such beautifully written songs. 
uh, by men and women who, who struggled, who lived, who trusted the Lord, and we have a lot to, to learn from those, but also a lot to relate to. And so it's been, it's been great to be a part of that and, and to share these, these, uh, these hymns with people. Chatting with Matthew Smith, uh, he's going to be in concert again on the 26th of October in Westchester at Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church. I first actually came across the music of Indelible Grace at our church. They uh, one day just did the song, the worship team did the song, A Love That Will Not Let Me Go. Mm-hmm. Very pleasant song and just uh, kind of like a just a, a gentle, you know, but but um, up-tempo in a, a pleasant, yeah. bright way. And uh, so I started looking into it further. For those who are not as familiar with Indelible Grace's music or your music, just give a little idea of, of maybe how many of these collective albums have come together and, and how many of these hymns might be available if they wanted to dive into those things. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I've lost count. I think we have uh, eight, maybe eight or nine Indelible Grace albums, and I've got, what, maybe five or six of my own. Wow. <laughs> I, really, I really should count them again. Uh, I've been doing this for a while. Um, but yeah, so there's there's a lot out there, and, and we also offer you know, free chord charts online and lead sheets and stuff for, for churches who want to start incorporating these into, into their worship services. Well, and that brings up a good point, because I know this is more than just the idea of what you talked about and, and putting out albums and hoping people listen to them or buy them or go see you sing them, because it's really a lot right. more than that. Uh, one yeah. aspect of that you just touched on, for those who are, and maybe you could just speak to the, the passion you have for elevating uh, what's happening around the country in terms of worship and churches. And even now you go speak and you'll even do certain uh, seminars, right? And help teach. That's right. Yeah. 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 I do a worship seminar. Yeah. It's interesting. I do it in a lot of different contexts and a lot of different churches. Some churches I go to are very traditional melody, uh, traditional music churches, you know, uh, piano and organ kind of churches. And but they want to incorporate some of these uh, newer melodies and uh, give it a slightly more contemporary feel, maybe, but still be with the tradition. And then other churches are all, you know, all new music, um, whatever the top songs of the day are, but they really have a yearning to, to incorporate some of this from the past as well. But, you know, playing, you know, incorporating organ music or whatever would, would be out of the question for this mm. context. So it's been really great to do that worship seminar for different people. And, and more than just the music, I'm really trying to get people to take a few steps back and look, look at what worship is instead of, uh, you know, being tricked into thinking that corporate singing is just the time to sing your favorite songs and have your, that, that itch scratched. <laughs> um, yeah. But it actually is a chance to serve each, serve each other in the songs that we sing and to uh, draw closer to God in a, in a meaningful way. Matthew Smith's our guest, uh, connected with Indelible Grace Music and his own music as well, going to be in concert, Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church uh, in Westchester on the 26th of this month. Uh, the two thoughts came to mind as you were speaking there. One is just the keeping you on your musical toes, I'm guessing, as you are at these different churches, what they're in for. Uh, I was mm-hmm. curious about your musical background and your training or when you started getting into music and, and how you've had to probably keep sharp on, you know, how to be able to change forms a little bit, depending on who you're with. Well, you know, it, it I, I do basically the same kind of concert, whatever, whatever uh, context I'm in, but I, uh, you know, started playing guitar in high school, like a lot of people did, and mainly because I'm, I love to sing, and so yeah. I wanted to be able to accompany myself as I sang, and just being able to, uh, to grow that, I'm still not a great guitar player, yeah. but, <laughs> but I really enjoy being able to do that, and uh, and, and the band members that I get are just, you know, Nashville guys who are 
always blow me away. I'm always um, just so pleased to play with such a great band. Matthew Smith, our guest with Indelible Grace Music, going to be in concert at Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church, 20, uh, 1255 West Town Road in Westchester on uh, the 26th of October at 7 o'clock. If you want a couple of tickets for that, send me a quick text at 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. We'll simply put your name at will call, bring ID. We'll make it nice and easy for you. If you happen to want more tickets, they're relatively inexpensive, and you can certainly bring more folks along. So that's one thing we have going. Also, we have our weather windy contest kind of thing going since... Today's a day you have to make sure to hold on to your toupee and small children and lawn furniture. Otherwise, they may wind up down the road. What are the five windiest states, at least those that contain some super windy cities? It's kind of a hybrid question. I'm not asking to name cities because that, in many cases, would be too difficult. But collectively, now, you get one guess. And if you happen to be correct in the top five, that we're doing today in our top five or six feature, brand new today. We will give you a gift card to Duncan or to Wawa or to Panera. You can get yourself a nice hot beverage as the temperature starts to descend a bit. Karen guessed Kansas, and she's correct. There are two in the top 20 that are in in, uh, Kansas, but there are four other states that are even a bit windier when you consider. Now, Curtis texted in and said, Oklahoma. Then he changed his to Nebraska. You can't really do that. You got to pick one. Otis texted in and said Nebraska as well. They are windy. They have some windy places, but they're not in the top five technically. So Nebraska and Oklahoma are incorrect. Still have four other states. Text me at 610 500 3683 if you want to take a stab at that. 610 500 3683. Back with more. Matthew Smith with Indelible Grace in just a second and more stuff to hand out. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. 431, the Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. Uh, hearing that little blurb about the Family Hope Center reminded me tomorrow in studio, Vice Director of the Family Hope Center, Carol Newell is going to join us. And I just invite you, if you know anybody who has a child with a ranging challenges from ADD or autism to CP or, or epilepsy or bipolar or behavioral or ODD, PDD, NOS, all of these different things, and or there's no label or diagnosis per se, uh, to tune in and call in. Carol has been working along with her husband, Matthew, who has joined us in studio before. They've traveled the world, like South Africa, all over Europe. Um, I think they're going to Australia this year. They were already there. and uh, But for 35 years, they have been doing uh, work with children with special needs and challenges. But the, what's special about it and what's very different, and I know because I've actually, you know, known them for our whole lives with our daughter, Tori, for 13 years. They basically help people learn about the brain, like how it works, like what what does wellness look like? That's their starting point, not a diagnosis, not a, um, you know, a, a prediction on the future or this, not a label, not a medication. It's what does wellness look like? 
and they teach you about that. And they say, your brain, my brain, we're all the same parts and they're responsible for the same things. And then they, so they teach you what, like how the brain grows and what's supposed to happen. And then they teach you how to actually re-engineer the parts that aren't doing what they're supposed to. If for whatever reason you've had challenges, your child's had trouble. So anyway, long story short, uh, there's a lot right about it. And I, I, I tell you this because I've seen our own daughter and with a lot of prayer too, uh, go from having seizures to no seizures for years. A few seizures she's had lately, but very little compared to, I mean, she was having them all the time early days before I met these folks and the, and the work that they do. And, uh, she had a lot of trouble of seeing and hearing, uh, basically functionally blind and deaf. And she can see and hear now, uh, her vision's not great. Her hearing's not great, but she definitely sees, she definitely hears, her understanding has grown. Uh, she had a feeding tube, and that's gone. There's a lot of stuff, and we'll get into it tomorrow. But just suffice it to say, if you do know somebody, if, whether it's you, yourself, you have a friend, a grandchild, something like that, just tune in and listen, if nothing else. And then if on top of that, you want to call in, that's one of the reasons she's coming to the studio, so we can take calls. Because it's one thing to hear about something. You can read a website, familyhopecenter.com. You can do that. But it's altogether different, I think, when you can actually start asking some questions and get a sense like, hey, you know what you're talking about. How come someone hasn't told me that before? So um, I just wanted to—I I, I forgot about that, and I'm having heard that little blurb there. I was like, oh, I better—I want—I really want you to know about that for tomorrow because it's a real treat to have someone of Carol's caliber in studio uh, here with us at WFIL. So that's tomorrow between four and five. Uh, Forecast-wise, a lot of clouds and windy. Fifty-eight the high, forty-seven the low night. A lot of sun tomorrow. Breezy, high sixty. Flyers lost last night. They're home tomorrow night at 7 against Dallas. Sixers home, uh, to, I'm sorry, they're home Saturday night. The Sixers are home tomorrow, taking on Washington, preseason hoops. Major League Baseball playoffs resume this evening. It's game four between Houston and the Yankees. Houston's up two games to one. That starts at 8.08. And 12 minutes later, you can start flipping channels. If you're the sports kind of person, Kansas City at Denver in Thursday night football at 8.20. So, a lot happening today. We have, speaking of windiness, we have a new feature today, our top five or six list. Some days we'll give you five things to guess at, some days six. Today it's five in honor of all the breeziness and windiness. What are five of the windiest states in America? And I'm making this list uh, based upon an article in USA Today and a report they did a little earlier this year based upon the average wind speed and some other stuff like that. Uh, but I'm not asking you to name cities because there are too many of them to... Uh, not just too many. They're, they're not always that well-known. So I'm just going to say, if you think it's Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, you can text me that. But just say Pennsylvania. That's good enough. And, and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. But you get one guess, one state, whatever you want. Already incorrect is Oklahoma and Nebraska. And Scott just uh, texted in and said Florida. And that is incorrect. And Lord, how do you say this, Joe? L O U R D S. Lords? Is it just simply Lords? Lords yeah, that's. Uh, I, I, feel, I went to Our Lady of Lords in Philly. Lords. Okay. I feel like I'm supposed to say it like better than that. Lords. Lordy or something the like that. Philadelphia accent. It's Lords. Okay, so Lords uh, texted in and guessed Michigan, which is not on the list. But nice try. Makes sense. You would think. And uh, so we still have four out of the top five that haven't been guessed. But you get one guess. Six ten five hundred thirty six. 83. Also, if you want to win two tickets to see our guest coming up October 26th, talking about Matthew Smith with Indelible Grace Music, going to be in concert at Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church 
in Westchester, send me a quick text. I have a small stack of tickets, and I'm happy to hand out a number of pair between now and the end of the program. 610-500-3683 for that. And again, I'd be glad to make as many winners as I have tickets. They'll just have your name at the door, and you can show up for that again Saturday, October 26th, the week from Saturday. Speaking of the concert, Matthew, uh, tell us what, what are folks in store for when they come? Well, it's going to be an evening of hymns. It's a concert format, but we're going to have the words up there for people to be able to sing along if they know any of these. But at least, if they don't know any of these, at least be able to take in the words. Because I know it, when you're listening to something you might not be familiar with, sometimes it can kind of go back by fast, and yeah. these words are so rich. So we like to, to have that up there. I also talk some in between about um, just kind of what some, some of these hymns mean to me. Talk a little bit, just personally, how God has used these in my life, and and what's going on in my heart, and I love being able to share that with people. I think that's great. It's, it's, it's kind of part concert and part worship service, or maybe both, all of Yeah, both. well, I'd like to say, I'd, like to say I'd, I'd rather have a concert and have worship happen than call it worship and have a concert happen. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a concert that people come up to me afterwards and say, that was a wonderful time of worship. So yeah. I think I'm, I'm hitting the right, striking the right balance. But, there, maybe. By the way, on a side note, just for folks listening in, a uh, very reasonable ticket, $10 in advance and 12 at the door. But there's also a neat concept. It's a $25 family ticket. So if you're like myself, yeah. my wife and I have five children, and you're like, I'd like to go, but I'm not sure if I can do this. Money. You can $25 as long as you're you – know, I double-checked. As long as you're really related, not like, she's like a sister <laughs> to me. She's like a brother to me. No, it's just supposed to be right. whatever, your family. A $25 family ticket is very nice. So that's that's a great yeah. way of making it affordable for folks. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we want the whole family to be involved, uh, young and old. It's not for a particular demographic or anything like that. Yeah. Talk about for a second the, the, the new album, Quiet Hymns. Yeah. Uh, and technically, there's no space between the T and the H. Right. It's one long word, Quiet Hymns. Yeah. So, quiet Hymns. <laughs> yeah. I put the emphasis on the quiet, Quiet Hymns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That album, um, actually, the concept for that album I came up with. 13 years ago, hmm. but but just got around recently to uh, to recording it and doing that. Yeah, that title, Quiet Hymns, is actually a reference to, in the book of Isaiah, where the Lord says, in repentance and rest is your salvation, in quiet and trust is your strength, but you would have none of it. Hmm. And uh, that verse is really, it's a, it's a heavy verse, that last part, you know? It, it kind of starts off and you're like, oh yeah, this is great. And then <laughs> you realize, oh yeah, I, I'll have none of it. I'm just like the, the people of Israel that, that he was speaking to you. Yeah. Were you and, saying something I was just, I was just texting somebody. What did you just say? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's the whole, right? The distractions and the busyness of our culture. That's uh, really hard to get exactly. that quiet and rest, and, right? Right. And for me, I'm the kind of person who claims to want quiet, who claims to want rest, but too often I, I will just have none of it. I chase after wherever my anxieties are leading me, um, mm. you know, whatever false sense of control that I can have. So this album, Quiet Hymns, is really uh, a collection of these hymns, some, some with traditional melodies, some with new melodies that I've written, that kind of focuses my heart on that. And it's, it's sort of an extended prayer that God would make me uh, day by day into a person who can receive that that quiet and that rest like a child right? as a gift like a child yeah too often we can we can even beat ourselves up and say i'm not resting in god oh god i feel so bad about i'll try harder next time that's missing the point too i'll try harder to, to rest yeah exactly <laughs> we, we simply need to receive it and and 
pray for uh, the, you know, the Holy Spirit to impart those gifts on us. Amen. I'm, I'm going to guess uh, that that part of that just has to do with dwelling on God's character. The more we're in, in tune with really knowing how much we're loved, that allows us to rest rather than yeah. strive and, and try to control or worry or all that stuff. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah there, there, in fact, there's a hymn called Thy Love to Me on the album that talks about that. It talks about how what we plead before God is not how much we love Him, but how much Christ has loved us. And, uh, and that, that rearranges uh, and reorders our hearts. Too often we focus so much on ourselves, even when we're talking to God, uh, and, and trying to somehow prove ourselves before God, even if we might not know, know better, you know, even if yeah. theologically you might write out your theology and say, you know, it's all about God. We, we tend to fall into that trap, or at least I do. Yeah. And so that, that is encouraging to me in that way. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Matthew Smith's our guest with Indelible Grace Music, and has a lot of solo albums he's put together, too. Going to be in concert, Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church in Westchester on the 26th of this month at 7 o'clock. And uh, the Quiet Hymns new album that we were just talking about there, um, kind of just to clarify again, and maybe this is constant or pretty much the way that you will do albums, it's, it's like a collection of hymns that have some of the traditional melodies people would recognize. You're just singing, you know, yeah. you're singing it. And then others will be hymns people will re- recognize, but then there's a new melody to it, right? But either way, it's a well, hymn or there's some originals in there right. too. No, well, more often than not, it's not it's not a hymn that somebody if, it, if it's a, a hymn with a new melody, it's probably one that's obscure that people don't know another melody to. And so, a lot of the songs that I, a lot of the hymns I write melodies to, people get confused and think, "Oh, this is an original one, right?" I've had people almost argue with me and say, <laughs> no, "This is a new one you wrote from scratch, right?" And I'm like, "No, you're just not familiar with, uh, or nobody's familiar that's alive, Sammy tune that was sung to it." And so, yeah, I try to reclaim those and do that. And, and there are a couple little original parts, like I, uh, the traditional hymn, I Need the Every Hour. I added a little, uh, a little coda to it, uh, some lyrics, but that's pretty rare for me. I think these hymns are, uh, I don't want to mess with the lyrics too much or, or, or think that I can uh, add too much to them because they're already so beautiful uh, and yeah. so true. Yeah, Matthew Smith is our guest with Indelible Grace Music, a founding member of that. He's in concert at Metacross uh, Presbyterian Church coming up on um, on the uh, 26th of October. The text line is dinging away here. Uh, by the way, if you've guessed once, that's all you get. Don't keep you – know, people are, see, Joe, people are like you. They're trying, trying to shoehorn in. Like, what about this? I thought it was this, but I also had four other guesses. Well, just you got to pick one. You mean one. there's something wrong with that? <laughs> they See, this is why. It's really your fault. People <laughs> yes, think they can is. make Deep up the fault. rules and just, you know <laughs> – I said at the beginning, you get one guess, but they hear Joe trying to win stuff, even though he works here, and they say, well, Joe's trying to win, and he thinks, I can give five guesses, and maybe Tim will get we confused. Know the, the chicken noodle soup at Panera is fantastic. And? Uh, so that's why I'm just you're trying to times, win. I mean. No. So here's the thing. If you're just joining us, we have a new feature today. It's called our top five or six. And some days we'll do five, some days we'll do six. Today we're doing top five states in America that are windy, really windy. I'm not asking you for cities. I'm asking you for overall as a state that have some of the windiest places in them. So we only had number five guests, Kansas, which has number 10, Goodland, Kansas, and Wichita, Kansas, 18th on the list. So that makes Kansas fifth on our overall states list. But there are still four states above it. We've had a number of them guests, but they're... Not in our top five. We've had North Dakota, Michigan, Illinois, Nebraska, Oklahoma, 
None of those. So Really? And not, they're all the flat states. It doesn't so mean that they're not windy or even very windy, but there are those that are even windier. So there's there's four others we haven't hit. Correct. So, hey, you know what? I think the rule could be, now here's the rule. If people don't guess them, then maybe the leftover cards can go to you. Okay. You I'll like that, that rule? I can't do that. But it's an idea. Anyhow, the cards we're talking about are gift cards to Panera and to Duncan and to uh, Wawa for a nice hot beverage or whatever you want to use them on, really. Courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Thank you for their support of our fine broadcast here. So we have a quick break to take. We'll come back and wrap up our chat with Matthew Smith from Indelible Grace. And if you want to take a guess, go ahead. 610-500-3683. 610-500-3683. And if you want to win a couple tickets to the Indelible Grace uh, Matthew Smith concert on the 26th of October at Metacroft Presbyterian Church in Westchester. Send me quick text. I still have some extra ones I can hand out. Be glad to do so. Back with more in just a second. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 440, uh, 448, the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Thank you for tuning in. We've had some good guesses, but... We still have the top four out of five windiest states in America unaccounted for. So if you want to take a stab at that, you get one guess, 610-500-DOVE, our text line for the show, 610-500-3683. Please text that line if you have a guess what the top five windiest states are. You just pick one. If you get one out of the top five, we'll give you a gift card to Dunkin' Panera or Wawa to get yourself some hot coffee or cocoa, whatever you want to do, on a cold Fall Day, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Our guest, Matthew Smith, with Indelible Grace Music, founding member in concert, Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church, Westchester, PA, October 26th. That's a week from Saturday. Uh, Indelible Grace, for those not as maybe as familiar with the music, and Matthew, you know, they write uh, brand new melodies to century old hymns, uh, kind of helps guide people into worship. And um, so, you kind of your goal, because obviously there's a lot of truth. And timelessness with the the classic hymns from from of old, and uh, maybe doing what you do also helps bridge a gap a little bit. Share a little bit about kind of like why you do the the what you know what you do. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to make hymns relevant for anybody or, or, or do anything really fancy or, or try to appeal to a demographic. For me, these hymns more than any other kinds of songs that I've certainly tried to write, but um, but also often sung, you know, in worship. These hymns, I call them emotionally honest worship, in that the way they, um, they're they honest in that they, they speak the truth, but they're also emotionally honest in the way that they cry out to God. And, and they even say some things that you, you might be afraid to say to God. Maybe you think, is, is this okay? Because too often we, we get stuck in, in thinking that worship music should simply be, hey, I'm, I'm happy all the time, and praise the Lord, and, and there's certainly a place for that. I think these hymns have a little bit wider range of emotions to express. Um, I like to think that whether you're going through the, the best week of your life or the worst week, week of your life, uh, you'll be able to sing these hymns without feeling phony at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. On the, and on the Quiet Hymns new album, uh, maybe kind yeah. of along what you just said there, the song God himself actually yeah. kind of covers that, that, that concept of God, trying, God himself drying our tears. Uh, yeah. yeah, share about that, that that song a little bit, if you would. Yeah, absolutely. God Himself, it, it's the first song on the record, and uh, and was the first single. And 
that's one that sounds new, but it's it's old for sure. Yeah. But it's a it's a song of of comfort, but also confession um, in how hard life is. And I, I think too often we we get the sense that if you're a Christian, you shouldn't struggle. If you're a Christian, you shouldn't suffer. But that's not. I don't see that anywhere in the Bible. And and that him actually points to um, in the book of Revelation when it says that God will wipe every tear from our eyes. And so I think that that's a song that has meant a lot to me personally um, after I went through a really, really, really difficult season of my life of, of unexpected suffering and pain. Hmm. Uh, came across that lyric and sat down to write a melody to it. And, and pain hasn't stopped since then. You know, everybody, everybody listening here, you know, uh, knows someone who has gone through cancer or knows someone who has gone through a a, a rocky marriage or marriage split and, and those kind of things where instead of thinking, Oh my gosh, God, didn't he promise me a, an easy, perfect life? No, he didn't, but he did promise that he would be with you in all of that. I think that's what I remind myself of in those times where, um, where either I'm struggling or the people around me, my friends are struggling is that God promises to be present with us in our suffering and that Jesus himself suffered uh, on, on the cross, but also in every way, and he can relate. We don't have a distant God who can't relate to our pain, can't relate to our suffering, who you know, sort of spun the world in motion and said, good luck. No, hmm. he actually came, Emmanuel, God with us, and dwelt among us, and that that's a tremendous comfort to me. Amen. Amen. Matthew uh, Smith is going to be in concert the 26th of this month at Meadowcroft Presbyterian Church in uh, Westchester, and uh, he's with Indelible Grace Music as well. And uh, for folks just tuning in, if you're catching the back end, you're like, oh, I missed, you can go to online. We'll have the podcast up after the show at WFIL.com. I had one other question for you, just kind of, uh, you know, especially as you've had the, the opportunity and privilege and, and, and enjoyment of going through many classic hymns from, from ages past and all that. Um, tie it in with a, like a, you know, sometimes people have a verse or two of scripture that comes to mind for them a lot, whether it's a life verse that they think about for years, or maybe it's a season where for months or a year or a year or two, this is something that really isn't front and center for you. I don't know if there's a scripture that, uh, I mean, the, um, the new album, Quiet Hymns, you mentioned from Isaiah chapter mm-hmm. 30, in, right. re- in repentance and rest is your salvation and quietness and trust is your strength, but you would have none of it. Yeah. That verse, or other, is there another verse that comes to mind, even as you do the work that you do with the music that that motivates you or helps you, um, you know, you, you think of? Yeah, I mean, obviously that's the main one for this album. Um, yeah. And then, you know, some scripture stays with you, but you understand it in a deeper way as time goes on. So right. I remember in high school, you know, no, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. And when you're young, you read that as... Uh, as, wow, I've got a bright future, and God has these tremendously wonderful surprises for me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but as that, you know, as I've come into a deeper understanding of that verse, there there certainly is an element of that. Uh, but I think even bigger than that is that God uh, lays out our steps and is with us and walks with us. We're, we don't have to figure out life on our own in the future, but we can trust in Him. And, and so that's something that um, it's a verse that, yeah, has certainly stayed with me, but I've, I've understood it hopefully better over time, and, and hopefully I'll, I'll understand it better in 10 years than I do now. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's great. Well, Matthew, thank you for uh, for taking time to share with us, and we're looking forward to folks coming and having a chance to hear the music and not just hear it, but also engage in worship and learn and grow and, 
Um, best way for folks to also keep up with the music, whether it's the new album, Quiet Hymns, or yeah, all that. What, what's so the best quiet, way? Yeah, quiet, quiethymns.com. They can listen to that album. Also watch a couple of music videos, including one for God himself. Uh, and then matthewsmith.us. Yes, I'm the number one Matthew Smith in the United <laughs> States. That's my only... Small claim to fame, MatthewSmith.us. Wow. Uh, and then if people want to hear more of my um, thoughts on worship um, and maybe an anticipation of what I talk about, some of what I talk about in the worship seminar, HonestWorship.com. They can sign up for free there to download some stuff, HonestWorship.com. That's excellent. Good stuff. Thank you, Matthew, for taking time. Yeah. God bless Absolutely. God Thank bless you so much. Yeah. Have a great rest of your day and look forward to you being in town. Take a quick break. Wrap up in just a second. It's Tim DeMoss Show. WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. Rounding out our windiest cities list or states list. Wyoming, number four. Number three, Hawaii. Number two, Texas. Number one, Alaska. We'll give you a little more insight into that tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.